Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the Daily Nebraskan Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Ben and Joseph with you back. Um, ben, I've got a couple quick questions for you. I know we're going di- to dive into some baseball softball talk as the seasons are starting up this week and next, but there's been a little bit of discussion this week about some NFL coaching vacancies. Yeah. Specifically related to Mike Vrabel for being too large and too intimidating. Yeah. Now, I was surprised he didn't get a job, to be honest. I was surprised Bill Belichick didn't get a job, although I understand why he did not. If he even wanted one in the first place. But now that all the coaching vacancies are filled, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on what the best job is that was taken. So, I could kind of go through them for you if you'd like. But yeah. we had Raheem Morris to the Falcons. Um, Hold on here. Harbaugh. Obviously, Jim Harbaugh to Char- the Chargers. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce to the Ravens. Now, that was... Raiders, yeah. Raiders, sorry. That was an interim... That was an interim hire, but still a new yeah. hire. Patriots, Jared Mayo. Um, Seahawks got Mike McDonald, former Ravens offensive coordinator. Tennessee Titans got Brian Callahan, former Bengals offensive coordinator. So those were kind of under the radar. And then the Commanders, the last one to pick up a, t- pick up a coach was Dan Quinn. That was, to me, the Dan Quinn hire was a little interesting because it seemed like they really wanted Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, and then he drops out because they're not going to pay him enough. So of those positions, is there any one that really jumps off the page of like, that is a good spot to be if you're a head coach? Like, is there any of those that you would want to be at in this position? Because none of them are great. I certainly yeah. have my opinion, but I would so, love to hear yours. The first thing people are going to want to say is obviously the Chargers one. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's the AFC. You're in the same division right. as Patrick Mahomes. That's probably not, I get it's LA, but like, it's going to be so hard to compete in that division when Patrick Mahomes is in it. Mm-hmm. Not only are you in the AFC, but you're in the same division as Mahomes. 100%. Like, And also, Sean Payton and the Broncos. Sean Payton, we've seen him have success. Um, it's got Raiders, quarterback, right? Raiders are always kind of a team that I feel like pulls off upsets in their division just randomly. You know, it's weird. I'm not, never scared of the Raiders, though. They're the Raiders. <laughs> so, but, yeah, the Chargers, like, at first glance, you'd say the Chargers, but, like, it's tough with Mahomes. I feel like the Falcons, while it's not a flashy pick, okay, I that is an uncompetitive division. No, hundred percent. And and you're also in the NFC, a division that really just has the 49ers in it. Cowboys, you know the Cowboys are never going to do anything in the playoffs. Like there's just not that many teams in the NFC that are like really top notch. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Falcons have a lot of a lot of very talented offensive. And they're weapons. young. They're young. They're young. They got to get the quarterback right. They got to figure that out, though. I mean, in the does it really matter in that division, though? I guess I mean, if you, if you wanted think, to compete for a Super Bowl, I get it. You need isn't a that the ultimate goal, though? Like, I, I think get it. But if my opinion a, of is when you're a hiring as a general manager, if you're hiring a head coach, you got to say, can this guy take me to a Super Bowl? Do we have this roster to take us to the Super Bowl? I don't think that's what the Falcons are saying. <laughs> they have had. They just had a coach that didn't know how to use, like, some of the best young offensive pieces in, in like, the league. Like, they just want a competent head coach. 
They just need to win the division first. Like, first win the division. Then you think Super Bowl. Like, like teams that, like, look too far ahead, like, I kind of, like, the Dolphins took their shot a little too early. And that's why you it's think? just not going to work. Because okay. now they have so much contract. Like, they have so much, like, they're going to be in cap. Like, they have so much cap room that's, mm-hmm. like, going to be dead. And, like, it's not good. It's pre- not pretty. They're 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 paying a lot of players a lot of money, and it's going to be hard to make moves the more and more you do that. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't the NBA where there's a salary cap or anything, but like you're limited on what you can do when all you have is a bunch of bunch of veteran players from the Falcons. This is a place where you don't really have to hit the reset button that was already hit. You have young pieces. You're in an uncompetitive division. Why not? I agree with you to a point, but I think if you don't think Raheem Morris is the guy that can take you to that contending level you're with your young which, pieces. You're saying which coaching job is the most appealing. It, right. To me, that one, I would have rather had that one than the Chargers one. Okay. I that's get fair. it. I get it's LA, but like if I'm wanting to win as a head coach, like, okay, if I'm taking my first head coaching job, I'm not thinking Super Bowl first year. Probably. Obviously not first year, but like I think. With the Falcons, it's hard. Like, if your definition of like winning as a head coach is making the playoffs, that's certainly, you know, a good a good possibility. I think I think the Seahawks is an underrated job. I really like Mike McDonald, but that's such a hard division, also too, though. Yeah, but I mean, the NFL the NFL changes so frequently. It does. Like, but these guys are in and out. Like, the Rams are gonna be on the decline. They're aging. They're aging. That is team. true. Cardinals um, are the Cardinals. The Cardinals, like, possibly can figure it out. I, I think they've made steps this year. But, again, Kyler Murray's questions with his health. Uh, and even when he's full health, you know, is he, you know, that elite-level quarterback that can take you to the Super Bowl? Seahawks, outside of the quarterback. Geno Smith is that stopgap guy. I love their roster. They have some incredibly talented pieces. Okay. Kenneth Walker at running back is, I think he's one. he's going to be a future, what, Okay, so you you were just saying that Falcons you don't have a quarterback. Then then you bring up Seahawks who have Geno Smith as their quarterback. I get Geno Smith is good, but like okay, so that's my you talking about Kenneth Walker. They have Falcons have Bijan Robinson. I think Kenneth Walker is better at this point in his career, in my opinion. He's been in the league longer. But he hasn't. He was a rookie. Kenneth Walker has been used better. That's because he's on the Seahawks and he yeah. and, and no, Bijan Robinson has had Arthur Smith. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I get Seahawks. I think the Falcons. You gotta, you gotta factor in the Falcons organization, though. Like, do you trust the Falcons to be a contending team? We've seen the Seahawks do it with a competent leadership at head coach, a defensive mind. I don't even consider Pete Carroll that competent of a. That's a hot. That's a very hot take. You won a Super Bowl. Great defense through a Super Bowl way, but yeah. I don't. I I was never a fan of Pete. I like Mac McDonald a lot for that role. I think he will be a good transition of, like, tough-nosed yeah. defense. And they have the pieces. Wide receiver room, arguably one of the best in the league. See, the Seahawks were a team that just needed to hit the reset button and didn't after the Russell Wilson trade. They needed to hit the reset. They kind of did. They brought in a bunch of young pieces. But, you know, they never figured out the quarterback position. And Geno Smith is only going to get you so far. Right, but my, my thought is, like, if you bring in one of these later-round, first-round draft pick guys as quarterback and develop in him a year under Geno Smith, like, you bring in, like, a J.J. McCarthy, a Bo Nix, a Michael Penix, not know, one of the top-level guys, how sit much, him for a year and develop him. He's got he's got weapons to throw to. And the Falcons should do the same. You're, you're saying, develop, how many times, like, I how much success stories has there been 
late first round. Like people were saying, I mean, they're not late first round. They're more mid first round because they didn't make the playoffs. But I mean, you, they could certainly trade up. You look, I think. I mean, I just like all the top quarterbacks are quarterbacks that would pick first half of the, like top uh, half. Lamar of the first Jackson round. was an end of the round, end of first round pick. Like, but then again, he was also he sat a year behind Joe Flacco, like a mid tier quarterback that's not going to probably win. He you also won Heisman though. I mean, I yeah, don't know how we Penix that far. Probably should have won the Heisman. Bo Nix was a Heisman finalist. Like, there, there's guys I think there that I think for the Falcons as well and the Seahawks, where you bring in a guy at quarterback who can develop behind. See, that's my thing with the Falcons is like there's no guy to develop behind. There's no like Alex Smith, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco guy that's like a leader, a veteran in the locker room. You can sit behind a year, develop, and then take over the job once they move off of him. Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke are not those guys. Like you need a completely new quarterback in Atlanta this next season. Hey, hey man, you want to know who's an Atlanta, Georgia native that's a veteran that says he's a top 32 quarterback in the league, although he's not in the, not. Do you, do you know who I'm, do you know who I'm talking <sighs> I, about? If I had to take a guess, I think I know who you're talking about. Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> hey. No, no. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just wanted to bring it up. I knew that they're not, he's, he's not going to ever get back on a team, but couldn't, one person that does bring me up, though, that should be in the league. What about Colin Kaepernick? What if, like, the Falcons go crazy, bring in Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> draft, in a, draft a quarterback first it's round? It's been too long. It, you, the game has changed so much over the last decade where, like, the, these quarterbacks, they've been out. I, I, I think they still, a lot of these older guys have, you know, the talent to bring it back. But, I mean, we've even seen guys in the league that have been consistent and they still weren't able to to revive their career. So, um, I think you go young quarterback ten out of ten times as a team with a young well, yeah. quarterback. I'm just saying you you want the stopgap, Colin Kaepernick. No, that you got to go with like an Andy Dalton, a Geno, like one of those Andy consistent Dalton leader. Gonna, he he's he's not going to do. Anything. You're not trying to year, win year one. Okay, no, no, it's not even that. He's not going to develop. He's going to be like, I feel like he's going to throw a fit like Ryan Tannehill did. I think Ryan Tannehill would be a good guy to bring in as a stopgap guy. That's my opinion. He didn't want to develop Will Levis. I don't think you don't need is. a you don't need the the other quarterback to develop Will Levis though. You need a guy that can can sit behind and learn from, even if he's just watching. That's what the Packers have done over the course of their okay. Tenure, they had a Hall of Fame quarterbacks that they were sitting behind. That's different than Andy Dalton, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. That's a guy you could sit behind. There's a lot. There's a lot of these stopgap guys. Justin Herbert. I, I, I don't know. I, was, I mean, how much better of a stopgap? I, mean, I was like, how much are they really going to benefit by sitting behind Geno Smith? I just think you don't want to throw a, a end of the first round guy to the Wolves no. right away. You have, like, I don't you think have you Desmond, want you have Desmond Ritter, you have JJ Taylor McCarthy Heineke. to start your one. But you have Taylor Heineke, you have Desmond Ritter, start him if you don't feel don't want to throw him into the Wolves. I, I think you. I think like a Michael Penix, Bo Nix would be a way better day one starter than. Him. Well, you're saying you don't want to throw him in. Either you do or you don't. Right, so, but if you only have Desmond Ritter and Taylor, Taylor Heineke on okay. the roster, you have to throw them to the Wolves. That's my opinion. So you just feel like they're wasting time if they do that? See, I feel like in the NFL, unless you really have like an actual leader that they're sitting behind, just start them. You're just no, wasting, I agree. You just wait. Like, the Steelers were just wasting time when they were starting Mitchell Trubisky. They were just wasting time. Just start Kenny Pickett. Well, like, I don't Pickett think at, Kenny Pickett's very good Well, I, I'm just saying, though, that like, what was why were they starting Trubisky? What what was that what was that accomplishing? To make the playoffs and win ten games or nine games and not and continue the streak, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. How much lo- how much longer is Tomlin gonna 
deal probably with forever. That. Probably forever. He'll never win a playoff game, but he'll he'll never win another. Playoff I mean, they're game, never going to. I'm not saying he's going to get fired. I'm saying how much longer is he going to put up with the Steelers organization? Oh, that's interesting. There was there was rumors this offseason about him. Going that's to what I'm saying. Teams. I'm I'm just wondering how much longer. But he's a Steeler guy at heart. I guess. Well, we got Phil. We 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 got to end the show. We've got a little bit too long. <laughs> got carried away. Yeah, we were supposed to talk about softball and baseball. We just didn't. I think we should. I can't wait to Thursday when I get to talk about Brock Purdy because I love Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. You're we gonna can do, love we can do, we can do a little bit of a Super Bowl preview. Oh, we will. Thursday show. It'll and be I'm going to talk about Brock Purdy and you're going to love it. I'm not a hater. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I honestly don't want Taylor Swift to win. So okay. it'll be fine. Well, that's all That's all we got for the Damon Nebraska show here on 937 The Ticket and com. Tomorrow we have. Me and I believe Anthony is going to be on tomorrow to, to recap the uh, with Northwestern, Northwestern game. game. Yeah, big one. That's probably going to be all we're going to be talking about on that show. And then Thursday, um, probably get more men's basketball talking, women's basketball talk, NFL talk because Super Bowl is going to be coming up. So all that and more is going to be coming up later in the week. But until then, we are out of here. <laughs>